last time on Oz Hour. Okay, last time on Oz Hour, Belina went fucking crazy, grabbed everyone except for the Tin Man, unfortunately. And then when she came out, the Gnome King was like, are you fucking kidding me? I'm about to kill you with my whole big ass army. And so then they were like, "Uh oh, but then Scarecrow was like, actually throw eggs at you and we're going to steal your bell. And that's exactly what they did. And then they ran off and were chased out by the Gnome King and his scary army. But they got out okay because that belt is insane. And then when on their way out, or when they were going back to the kingdom after they saved everyone except for the Tin Woodman, they this little fucking kid, Evering, had the whistle that was actually the Tin Woodman. And so then we actually did save him. And then we go back to the kingdom and everyone's like, haha, we love, we love living and we love being living. (laughs) So then, so then, uh, uh, they, uh, what's her face? Dorothy was like, we, I got to go back home actually. So they were trying to find a way to bring her back home. (laughs) Glenda was like, you can't take our bell actually. No. And so they found another way through a mirror and then that's what happened. And now everyone's fine and they're home. Amen. <laughs> Hi there, and welcome to Oz Hour, the only place where you can hear everything you never knew about the wonderful and strange land of Oz. That's right. With the help of some alcohol, we will be discussing each of the 14 books in L. Frank Baum's Wizard of Oz series. Today, we will be starting book four, Dorothy and the Wizard in Oz, covering chapters one through three. We're your hosts, Blake Stone and Wyatt Swingham. And joining us, as always, is our resident Oz initiate, Hannah Aguirre. Bueno. Bueno, Always with the it bueno back. with this one. <laughs> <laughs> Always with the bueno this one. I'll never understand you, kids. <laughs> uh, Hannah just played last time on where she recapped the end of book three, Ozma of Oz. Hannah, that was exceptional. That took you a minute and 13 seconds, which is a little long, but yeah. you didn't leave anything out. Um, Thank oh, you. Wait. No, yeah, a minute and 13 seconds, because you also did the entirety of the last book, Ozma of Oz, which our listeners can tune in for that treat after the end of this episode for. And seriously, you guys need to clue in. It's three minutes. It's it's hilarious. It's hilarious. <laughs> it was really difficult. <laughs> Both times. Uh, yeah. My brain hurts. Uh. Yeah. Well, before we started recording, Wyatt whipped us up some cocktails as usual. So tell us all about what we'll be enjoying tonight, Wyatt. Tonight, we will be drinking the San Francisco Treat, the recipe for which you can find on our Instagram at Oz Hour Podcast. It is really just a play on the classic cocktail called an earthquake, um, which is part absinthe and part cognac. So it's pretty bitter, I will say. Ugh, I Over can, ice, though. Yeah, I can already smell it. <laughs> it smells like a, It smells like something your papa would drink, you know? Yeah, All a little right, gasoline. <laughs> All right. Mm. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. I can't. (laughs) (laughs) It tastes like it tastes like black licorice. It tastes like licorice. Oh, I hate licorice. I Uh. hate licorice. All right. Well, without further ado, (laughs) let's get into the fourth book. Book four Dorothy and the Wizard in Oz, published in 1908. Chapter one. The Earthquake, hence the title of our cocktail. Oh, man, right <laughs> off the bat. Yeah. Well, the actual the title for the cocktail is San Francisco Treat, which we'll get to in a second. Well, I kind of like this because instead of starting off with a cyclone, 
Mm-hmm. You're Starting right. Or the another. ocean. Oh, yeah. Or the it's ocean. It's literally Dorothy. I mean, oh who knows God. what this earthquake is going to do, but... If she goes to a fairyland, she will have gotten to a fairyland by air, land, and sea. She is an all-terrain vehicle. (laughs) She has experienced it all. And how old is she now? Well, we'll find out out when we get into it. Everything moves very quickly. So let me set the scene for you. The train from Frisco was very late. It should have arrived at Hudson's siding at midnight, but it was already five o'clock and the gray dawn was breaking in the east when the little train slowly rumbled up the open shed that served for the station house. The chain, the train was going super slow because there'd been like some earthquakes, basically like it was supposed to be there at midnight. So it was running five hours late and the train arrives and a little girl gets out of her seat uh, and she has a wicker suitcase, a bird cage that's covered in newspaper, so you can't see what's in it. It's and Harry then Potter? a little white parasol. <laughs> I know, right? But no, she disembarks the train and it goes away. Also, this is if you remember the beginning of the last book, how there was just a girl on this ship in the ocean. He's doing the same thing. It's like, oh, like a little girl's oh, getting out of the train. Who could it be? Yeah. Which Maybe you I guess. put her no. name in the title. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Here's They'll the never guess. <laughs> this little girl, whoever she may be, she's all alone at the train stop at like 5 a.m. And <sighs> it doesn't look like anyone else around. Around Because like, like that opening sentence said, like, the train is what five hours late. Yeah, five it was hours supposed late. to be there at midnight. It's five in the morning. She's all alone at a train station. Oh Isn't that scary? That's terrifying. And, and also, you're alone because your train from San Francisco went super slow because of all the earthquakes. Yeah, oh, it's like God. someone needs you're to be like, there. yeah, yeah. All of a sudden, I'm at this train station alone. There could possibly be another earthquake. Yeah, yeah. seriously. Like, and there's <laughs> not even phones yet. You know, yeah. like it's 1908. Yeah, yeah. How do you, you let them know? Who's you're, picking you up? You have to write a letter to and your family from the train station seriously <laughs> like oh, and how yeah. do you even know where to go like you don't well, live she would, there yeah well, that's the thing you know maps were probably way more widely available back then mm. like just posted around and people I could read them true. i guess yeah. it's it's the middle of the night or i guess very early morning um and like she's looking around she can tell like there's no houses near this train station and yeah, the train station is totally vacant the middle of nowhere but finally she like finds like this horse that's tied up next to a buggy and the horse like skinny and just like not doing anything in particular yeah. i feel like i'm like just like setting the scene for like a role-playing game or something <laughs> so you see a horse <laughs> um, but that is what she sees and he's like knobbly need he's just kind of like weird looking and he's really big but whatever and then there's a buggy so you know like a little carriage behind it um and she looks in and there's a little boy sleeping in there she pokes him with yeah, her parasol. It's <laughs> like, hey, yo. <laughs> like, oh, okay. You don't need to do it like that. Yeah. <laughs> That's a little um, rude. Yeah, she gets him right in the liver. Oh, <laughs> God. Uh, I hate when people do that. The little jab on the side. Right? Uh, that like, makes me funny. That's not fun. Yeah. What makes you think I enjoy that? No, don't touch abuse. me. Um, bad touch. Fortunately, <laughs> bad touch he's, got, he's got a pretty good <laughs> bad touch parasol. <laughs> he's got a pretty good spirit about it, though, because he just wakes up and he's like, hello, are you Dorothy Gale? And she's oh. like, oh, yeah, our bitch is back, by the yeah. way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, I'm so surprised. <laughs> it would be so scary if you just like poked a boy with a parasol and his eyes just open like a doll and he's like, hello, are you Dorothy Gale? I'd yeah, be right. like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, but honestly, no. here's, here's the real kicker. The little girl says, 
No, actually, my name is Julia Jam. No, I'm kidding, no, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, no, I'm no. Oh my God. I was about to say, like, she's uh, in the real world. What is she about to do? Okay. <laughs> this, what needs to be done? <laughs> what if instead of Dorothy going into a fairy world, a fairy person came into our world? Where's that That'd book? It might be down the road. It I honestly don't know. It almost happened a couple books ago. And then, uh, they, and then Al Frank Baum was like, no, 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 retreat, retreat. <laughs> Too complicated. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, Dorothy's like, yes, I'm Dorothy. Um, are you here to take me to Hugson? ranch and he is Uh, he's like oh yeah i'm here so like basically they they put her suitcase away um he asked if the bird cage has canaries in it and she's like oh no um it's just the easiest way to transport my kitten eureka (laughs) yeah and you know why okay now i know why you're asking me to post a picture of eureka It that. all adds up. Oh my god! But the boy reflects that Eureka is kind of a funny name for a cat, and Dorothy's like, "Oh well, I found it." And my uncle Henry said, "When you find something, you say Eureka." So she named it that, which is just kind of cute. That's kind of cute. So Dorothy tells him that there were earthquakes the whole way, and the boy's like, "Oh yeah, like I hardly noticed them. Um, like I'm in California, so yeah, he's like, so I'm used to earthquakes." And I'm like, "Okay, this earthquake delayed a train by five hours." And that's just normal. Yeah. Like, and you and you also slept through He's it. Like, I guess. Sorry, us San Franciscans, we just yeah. That's scary. No matter who show. you are. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, Dorothy's like the conductor said they were some of the worst earthquakes he'd ever seen. He drives this line all the time, so. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but nothing really comes of it. And then after a minute, Dorothy's like, oh, so how's Uncle Henry doing? So now we find out Uncle Henry is somewhere in this picture, you know, okay. like they're doing whatever. And the boy's like, oh, he's fine. Like he and Uncle Hugson are having a good visit. So they're just visiting more relatives. And he's apparently still sick. Yeah. <laughs> so he's been this busy. Is like, yes. Always yes. sick. So... <laughs> Him saying that like kind of makes Dorothy realize like, oh, we're cousins because like if Hugson's your uncle and he's my uncle's my brother, brother in law because he's M's well, brother. Yeah. Oh, no. Uncle Hugson is married to Uncle Henry's wife's sister. So he's married to on M's sister. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so he's they're his brother in law. They say they're second cousins. I don't know. If that's okay. true. I don't know how it works. I don't think that's I don't but know. But they're family. Who's um, sleeping together? <laughs> Mr. Hugson and Uncle <laughs> That would be hot <laughs> Yeah, this boy He works for Uncle Hudson on his ranch He's paid $6 a month plus room and board Which a dollar back then Was like $32 So that was like $192 a month Actually, I have something even crazier Oh my god Because I looked up specifically the conversion to today's dollars in compensation, like a dollar mm-hmm. purchasing power versus like being paid a dollar. And that's actually the equivalent of $936 per wow. month as payment. Another tidbit I have here is that the U S dollars lost 97% of its value since <gasps> then. So no, that sounds, that sounds right. right. Yeah. That's, <laughs> yeah. That does sound right. Whoa. So anyway, he's getting paid good. And she's like, oh, damn. Like, like she doesn't even believe him. She's like, that seems like a lot of money. And he's like, oh, well, I'm just a really good worker. And then we just move on. Yeah. And Dorothy's like, oh, so. because she finally asks his name. Yeah. We've been calling him the boy this entire time. Okay, They're yeah. fucking a mile down the road. Yeah. I love a new name. <laughs> well, get ready. Because it's, it's an interesting one. I mean, he says, he's like, it's not a very pretty name, but here's my name. Zebediah. But his friends, like his friends call him Zeb. 
Oh, I love Which that. I, cool. I do too, yeah. honestly. It's, I already like Zeb. It's unique. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Zeb's, Zeb's very, he's very kind. So yeah, Zeb is lovely. Dorothy explains to him that she and Henry, and to his friends, got to San Francisco from Australia a week ago. And Henry went straight to Hugson's Ranch. But Dorothy stayed in San Francisco with some friends she'd met. Which is insane. <laughs> she's 12. She, she was, is 12. Well, okay. She's probably by maybe now. Maybe younger? It's, it's a I week. Okay. However old she was, we thought in the last book, plus one week. Because it's been one week. One week? They just got- It's been okay. a week since they got back from since Australia. Back from How Australia? long were they in Australia? So uh, they could have been there for a couple of months. You're, you're right. Although- I bet, given that their main thing is farming, they probably wouldn't be gone over the summer or like more than a year. Hurricane season and bad weather in the Pacific would be like in the summer months or the fall months. So I bet they can't be gone for more than six months. Mm, that makes sense. And this is the last stop. Like yeah. they're going back to Kansas, go to Kansas after Kansas, this. Like, after Still, this. if anything, yeah, she probably um, would be like 12 but she's or like, 13. She's probably like 12. I would say yeah. that's that's but, reasonable. Yeah, so Dorothy's going to be at Hugson's Ranch for one day and visit with these relatives. And then tomorrow, she and Hen are going back to Kansas. Okay, wait, who are these friends? Is this so it's, matter? It's Aunt M's sister and her husband oh, okay, okay. and Zeb. But the, oh, the friends the that she stayed with. Yeah, that's what I meant. That she Nobody did. knows. Yeah, no. What a fucking... Some, the, the, what, what, some <laughs> fucking drug dealers <laughs> yeah. or something? She was, they just toss her to anyone guys, and like, hey, have she fun. She was missing for an unknown amount of time. Uncle Henry thought she had drowned. Then they... Half they have they to don't sail. Care about they they had to take a boat back to the U.S. That's the bottom line. That must have been horrible. That's probably where she met the friends. Oh, maybe, maybe. Okay, on the like two week boat ride. That or would whatever. make a lot more sense. Yeah. That would make. And a they lot hung more out sense. at the bottom of the boat, didn't they? Yeah. They were like, <laughs> hey, you guys are actually going to be tied up down here because uh, if you want to be with Dorothy, you have to be in the hand tied to the wall game. <laughs> she is. Yeah. But then all of a sudden, yeah, it's like, oh yeah, um, you stay here in San Francisco, and I'm gonna go. Uh, what however far away but all of a sudden the buggy is thrown left and right and out the side of the buggy dorothy sees the ground just open up super wide and then close back shut yeah cartoon style it's just like (laughs) opens up in a crack and then it snaps shut in front of them and dorothy who just experienced five hours of earthquakes says what was that (laughs) (laughs) i I just i know that she was inside a train and she didn't see the earth open up that sounds insane i've never seen the earth open up (laughs) and i've only been through like a couple like maybe one or two earthquakes I knew when they were in an earthquake because everything's fucking shaking. Yeah. yeah, like she knew. She, she said, whoa. It's insane. <laughs> she should still be traumatized. And it, Dorothy's gone through a lot. She has a really, really like big also, tolerance she for that shit. That's true. Yeah, she's well, a child. But, okay, she's but child. Children are dumb. But Zeb. Not Dorothy. Zeb is like, his face is white and he's like, that was the biggest scared. earthquake I've ever experienced. He said, that almost got Yeah, us. he was like, we're lucky. We're so lucky. We and then they're just quiet for a while. The horse like, the horse is terrified, like yeah. frozen in place. Oh, no. Jim, also the horse's name is Jim. Jim, oh, uh, Jim will not talking, move. Huh? Oh, yeah. If he ends up in a fairyland, <laughs> probably. But Zeb um, like, 
gets the horse to go. He's like whipping him to go, and like he, the oh, horse. But he's not whipping him. He's whipping the whip in the air and cracking it. So he's not actually whipping oh, Jim. Okay. Oh, that's I a good difference to, to make. Yeah. I, when, when it said it was, he was whipping him. I was like, ah, different time, I guess. Also, you can whip lightly, just you know. But that's like, what, I thought he it, had like he a, cracked it in the air. I thought he had like okay. a prod kind of one. It was just like, oh no, yeah. He he cracked it in the air, and then Jim finally started walking, and they're scared. Yeah, they're terrified. They're sitting in silence, and every few minutes. The earth shakes, but like nothing. Oh, it so doesn't it's open up ongoing. under him. It's like aftershocks, basically. No. Yeah. Um, and suddenly, the sky grew darker. Oh, so the, apocalypse! Oh, the earth is shaking. It just opened under you. Um, the clouds are dark, and then also <laughs> the wind is making a queer sobbing sound as it Whoa. sweeps through the valley. Whoa. That's aliens. Yeah, it would have to. That would literally. That would have to be it. But that's happening. They're not feeling very happy about it. And then, oh, but never fear. Then yeah, the ground opens up again, and this time it's right under the horse. Okay, wait. Can I just make a theory real quick before you say anything? Yes. When the ground open up opens up, do they fall through? And then now they're in Oz. Well, you'll find out momentarily. Okay. 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 <laughs> The ground opens up right under the horse. He falls in. He obviously pulls the cart yeah. in behind him. Ugh. And they start to fall. The kids are hanging on for dear life oh as God, they so literally they fall, fall through the earth. Yeah. And the um, blackness just swallows them up. And then all of a sudden, they're just in open air. Like, it's completely pitch black below them. But they are just They're in the fourth falling. dimension. Yeah. yeah but you and know they can, that, but, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Well, you know that, like, kind of, like joke that used to be in kids shows of like they're falling it's like ah yeah and spy kids we're still you literally spy oh, kids, spy kids. Yeah. that's right thank you <laughs> it's, it's like that though because like they're they're like oh my god the ground and death yeah. are waiting for us but they just keep falling it's like and making no. them sick oh like they're, they're falling for so long and dorothy's all she can think is that they're either going to be crushed against jagged rocks at the bottom yeah. or that the earth is going to close on them and just swallow them up and they'll be smashed. Oh so, and so she's just like, there's these horrible grinding noises in the earth. It's like I said, it's pitch black. It's insane. It's too terrible. And Dorothy passes out like intermittently. That she's girl, kind of like in and out of like, yeah. it's very Alice, like going into wonderland, okay. you know, this girl will sleep in any <gasps> situation. Yeah. She fell asleep. <laughs> I was literally going to, I was like, oh, I bet because there's that scene in Spy Kids where they're like sitting with their like hand oh, under their chin, oh like chilling. God. And it literally made me think, I was like, is Dorothy about to take a nap? Yeah, she does <laughs> oh, kind of on accident, God. but she sure does. And the book says Zeb, being a boy, doesn't faint and just keeps uh, falling. Poorly expecting put, Frank. Every uh, poorly put, L. Frank. Boys don't mean. faint. Actually, yeah. I don't know if you guys see that. <laughs> I've seen men faint. No. I don't think you Do want to tell us about that. <laughs> I feel like I've seen my dad pass out. Mm -hmm. He was an ER doctor, so <laughs> an, e an, an ER doctor needs to not be passing. Out. <laughs> I'm just thinking you'd see the blood, you know. Uh, but either way, though, that's just them. They're falling and they're expecting to die at any moment. And that is the end of chapter one. The earthquake wow, and Blake. cliffhanger. Oh yeah, cliff. <laughs> I love when they there's do something that. there about the falling <laughs> about off a cliff. Yeah, cliff. <laughs> uh, but okay, <laughs> Blake. Uh, what would you call that chapter? Okay, so you know, like the phrase "kissing cousins." 
Yes. My chapter name is Missing Cousins because they didn't come home from the train station. They fell into the earth. You explained the joke and then you also explained the f- what missing meant. <laughs> <laughs> chapter two, The Glass City. So, thank God, Dorothy wakes up. Yeah, um, she comes to. <laughs> <laughs> she notices that the buggy's still falling and like, they aren't falling so fast that the G-force is still affecting them. Um, they're actually like falling like really gently. Like the yeah. top of the buggy is like, it's a like puffed out. Yeah. So they're like, okay, like they're going to catch air. I don't a hundred percent buy the physics of that, but like, <laughs> but they're starting to slow just in general. Yeah. Um, but they can still, it's still completely pitch black. So like they can't see anything. The sound is just the sound of the earth crunching and creaking because it's closing up above them. So it's like the zipper's closing. They're like in a little pocket just like going down the earth, I guess. Uh, And it's honestly just so horrifying. Oh, and the other sound is the sound of Jim, the horse, screaming like a human being. Oh my god! It's like, oh, oh, oh! <laughs> um, what? It's like shrieking. The rubble is coming down and hitting him, but the rubble is oh, yeah. like moving at you know the same speed as things that fall do. Yeah. So like when it hits him, it's not really hurting him, but it's, it's just like scaring, scaring the shit out of him because he can't see anything. Yeah. yeah, but the kids are fine because they have the little carriage roof, so like they're not getting like protected hit by stuff. Yeah, but like he is, and so which is even scarier because they don't know why he's screaming. Yeah, Ugh. and Dorothy. Ew, and why is he screaming like a man? I know Dorothy has no idea how long they've been falling. After a while, she's able to see like Jim and Zeb's silhouettes. So yeah. like more light is happening. Yeah. And like it's not like her eyes are just adjusted to a pitch black room, which they couldn't. Uh it's like she's actually like, okay, you know what? Like it's kind of it's starting to get a little brighter. Yeah. And then that happens for a long yeah. time. Oh, Dorothy she- starts to realize <laughs> yeah. that death isn't in store it's just another adventure um re yeah. i'll sleep in hell she literally <laughs> yes yeah she literally yeah she she it she's says like, bring she, like, it took on. a deep breath and she's like oh we're not dying this is just another fucking round man yeah. <laughs> so she's like okay uh and then at this point she's feeling a little better she like l- she leans over her she leans her head over the side of the cart to like see if she can see what's below them because there's something that's giving the light off you know uh yeah and what she sees. Well, she sees six glowing orbs that are floating below them. Um, and these are the source of light. Um, They're huge. The orb in the center is the biggest one. And it reminds Dorothy of the sun. Um, and then the others are arranged around it like the five points of a star. And there in the colors, rose, violet, yellow, blue, and orange. Is the one in the center just white? The Yeah, the one in the center is just a big white one. Okay. So yeah, they, I'm, I imagine them looking like sea glass kind of, you know, just like kind of like a little swirly, but like just, but they're just bright orbs. It's kind of crazy yeah. fantasy sci-fi description for the, I mean, from what we've read from him so far, it's it gives, wild. it's a little like, yeah, it, it's and pretty. It sounds all pretty. of the orbs are like launching their specific color, like Every which Rays. way, yeah. so yeah. like everywhere you look is just like the Pink Floyd like uh, 
fractal thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, like at one point, like Jim has a pink ear, a violet ear, his tail is yellow, uh, and he's blue and orange striped. And then Zeb's face is blue and his hair is pink. Oh, and shit. Dorothy's That's a like, horse of a different color. It is. I oh, know. it is. Uh, but Dorothy like laughs and then Zeb gets freaked out because at that moment, like Dorothy has a big like green stripe in her face. <laughs> so yeah. he's like, what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. He's like, I'm not actually sure what the fuck is so funny about this situation. <laughs> <Yeah>. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> and can you imagine Dorothy just like because <laughs> <laughs> she gets it she's a yeah. citizen of Oz yeah uh, Zeb is confused <laughs> yeah but at, at this point though like they notice that like they're actually falling really slow like almost like they're floating um it's not like they're not falling anymore it gets they to feel the pretty point safe where they're doing like a full 360 yeah. turn on their side and the horse is just like kicking his legs. He does not and, like, like it. Jim does not like that. And like Dorothy and Zeb like stay perfectly in their seat when they're upside down and then they like come back to center. Like it's, it's oh, weird. But at that point, uh, they're all right side up again. And Jim says, well, that's better. To which Dorothy and Zeb are like, WTF? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, Jim said that? Yeah, yes. Jim said that. Okay. And I knew, I just y- felt it in my bones you that he was going to talk. You introduce an animal to me, I'm like, they're about to have yeah. a personality. Any animal other than Toto in the first book, I mean. Yeah, like, except you know. for Toto. I, yeah. I would have loved to see his personality. Maybe, maybe, maybe in the future. Maybe he chose not to talk. He is, or maybe he's mute. Oh, oh yeah. my god. Oh, yeah. That would suck only because it's like, oh my god, you, you should be able to talk now. You have yeah. your chance, but oh. unfortunately you're not able to. Poor Toto. <laughs> but Jim speaks. <laughs> uh, but Dorothy's like, oh, Zeb, can your horse talk? And Zeb's like, no. He he did not know how to talk. Yeah. Jim's uh, like, that's the first thing I've ever said. Like, and honestly, I like I don't know. I'm just as confused as you are. I don't care. You guys got me into quite the scrape. Yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, Dorothy's like, hey, like, we're all in a scrape right now, but something's gonna happen. This she's been on this road before. Yeah, she, she knows the old routine. Zeb the boy is not doing well. He's shivering. He's terrified. He's having a hard time adjusting to what's going on. Yeah. Understandable. And, yeah. And they're like, they pass the big orbs. Um, they, like as they go by, like they have to shield their eyes. Cause like they'll be blinded. Like it's so bright when they, they get yeah, close. They literally can't keep their eyes open. Yeah. They're like, Ooh. Uh, and, but then they pass and Jim says, Hey, we're coming up to something. So they all look down. Uh, and what it looks like, is the surface of the earth. There's rolling plains, uh, there's mountains, lakes, rivers, and the whole land is covered by the colored light, you know? Yeah. And there are houses below, and they're all made of glass. Oh. And they're sparkling with light. Yeah, and they're dropping so slowly that, like, they know they're not going to be hurt when they land. Um, And Dorothy's like, well, this place looks nice, so maybe the people will be nice, too. And Zeb's like, okay, yeah, but, like, I want to go home. And (laughs) Dorothy's like, I'm Dorothy fucking Gale. I I, always go. What I do is go home. Literally, I I have graduated (laughs) on going home. I have have a doctorate in going home. I actually don't know why I'm here again. (laughs) But I will be home home. by the end of this book. (laughs) Yeah. I'm actually going home. (laughs) But that, that actually is what she says. Basically, she's like, hey, like, like, 
what's like nothing's in our control right now. Let's just focus on what's ahead and let's see what happens. Yeah, let's see what yeah right do. now it's yeah. done. Um, um, so as they're dropping, they notice these like domed buildings with like really long, sharp spear-like spires. And they're kind of like freaking out on the way down because they're like, oh no, we're going to like get impaled on one. Jim's yeah. going to die. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. And they he, they couldn't stop it. If they yeah. tried to watch him like land on, oh, his, slowly. on his stomach. Oh yeah, they're going slow. And they start to fall below him and they just pull him down more. Do you guys know the movie Tucker and Dale versus Evil? Yeah. yeah that one scene well. where He's that like kid, running. yeah, like slowly impales himself yeah. uh. with like a, because he's just running, but he doesn't see that there's this giant yeah. Yeah. wooden thing I can imagine directly in front of him yeah. god that's what it's giving but, <laughs> it's um, giving that. but honestly don't worry because they don't nothing happens they're fine yeah that's literally like a sentence yep my <laughs> my note for that is they eventually float down through a city with tall buildings that are spired they're worried they'll get speared but they land on a flat roof yeah, they land on a perfectly flat yeah roof. it's a perfect they want to scare us roof. for literally a millisecond yeah <laughs> he's like oh no it's too scary now <laughs> Reel it back Retreat. in. yeah yeah this um, is for kids they've been dropping for so long that like when jim lands on his feet he can hardly stand like his legs are wobbling like yeah he can't. Oh, that's and weird yeah zeb is kind of disoriented too yeah but they jump out of the buggy and they're like okay well we're here uh and the birdcage tumbles out and the bottom pops off and the kitten Eureka oh, no. sits there yawning. She yawns and she blinks up at them and she's pink. And um, Dorothy says, oh, there's Eureka. Because <laughs> apparently she hasn't thought about her cat this entire yeah. time. That is a little crazy. <laughs> it is crazy. Uh, and... Eureka, oh, and then Zeb is like, "Why the fuck is that cat pink?" And yeah, I was okay. But that was yeah, what I was. About Eureka to is white, but the pink light from one of the orbs is on her right now, so oh, she's appearing my. pink. Um, Why even say anything? Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, Eureka, it'll yeah. yeah. <laughs> Eureka just looks up at Dorothy, and she's like. Where's my milk? I'm starving, mummy dear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then for some... She says that with her words? Not exactly. But uh, yes. okay. <laughs> for some reason... But she reason, speaks. Yes. Yes. Okay, and okay. For some reason, Dorothy is surprised that she can talk. Like... But you're not surprised about Jim talking? Yeah. I, I mean, when it's like, Jim talks, on. she's like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's laughing. But the kitten's also the kitten is also surprised. Um, Zeb is I mean, not it's liking her, I mean, you know, this. it's her own animal. That's it's true. true. She yeah, only she knows met a Belina. Non-talking you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. she. That's she doesn't true. have a relationship with the horse. Yeah, because when she met Belina, Belina was already talking. Yeah, yeah. And, and she didn't know Belina. Yeah, Eureka's like, oh, I'm talking. That's weird. I didn't even notice. Isn't that funny? And Zeb's <laughs> like, talking animals ain't right by God. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> not his words. That's demon work. <laughs> but that is his energy. He is not liking any of it. He hates it all. Oh, no. <laughs> and he says it's wrong. Um, he's not gonna fit in Oz. No, no, no. he's not gonna have a good time. Is he? <laughs> <laughs> so um, they look around though this point they're like okay we're on the roof um and there's yeah all these buildings huge buildings like skyscraper style like all made of this clear glass you can like see through them um the light is passing through them really pretty it sounds beautiful uh, and dorothy can see that like it looks like there's like resting chambers and she can see what looks like people or like figures kind of like huddled in the corners so you know she's like well that's interesting um what do we do now yeah a lot of these glass buildings are like 
chipped, cracked, broken. Like the one that's literally right next door to them has a huge hole in the side of it. Um, and they're like, oh, like maybe this is a ghost town. Like yeah. we haven't heard or seen anyone, even though we're on a roof. Um, and all of these <laughs> buildings are fucked up. Like maybe no one lives here. Yeah, because they also haven't heard anything mm-hmm. uh, other than their own voices since they've arrived. So yeah. they're like, okay, like it's abandoned. But but then hold that thought because suddenly a guy comes out. Yeah, a man arrives. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he comes out of a hole on the roof next to them. Actually, uh, he like comes up and he steps out and he's beautiful. He has a very like tranquil face, like no no distinct expression on his face. Okay. But yeah, then he's he dressed kinda, in a green outfit. He looks like he's like from a portrait, basically. Like his face is just like gorgeous. But one note. Yeah, he doesn't mm-hmm. look like he's surprised or happy or sad or interested or even paying attention. It's mm-hmm. just like it's like if you had a robot face and then you turn the robot off and it was just he's like AI. dead. He is, yeah. But he uh, like and he's wearing a little green outfit. Oh yes. <laughs> and he looks up and he sees them and like they can tell by like the way he's like walking the other way and like staring at the horse and stuff. Like yeah. they can tell he's uncomfortable, but you wouldn't see it on his face. Like yeah. he's just like he watched, he kept his eyes on Jim and just backed away. But his face didn't change, but he was clearly looking at Jim, Super like creepy. walking away. Super yeah. And then he's walking and Dorothy's like, oh shit, hey, you're going to fall off the roof. Like we're on a completely flat roof. Hey, you're just guy, walking backwards stop. away from us. Uh, and he ignores her and he not, not looking. Sorry. Yeah. He steps right off the edge of the roof mm-hmm. and Dorothy's like. and like runs to the ledge and looks over and she just sees him walking through the air down to the ground it's like a cartoon he's a magic man (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's it (laughs) yeah but but it's like it is like that though because he just (laughs) walked sorry her face was so focused so he's a magic man (laughs) Like that's something we all know, <laughs> um, but but he is yeah, and so he's walking down just through the air as if he's stepping on stairs that are invisible, um, and it's uh, and also and his face doesn't change at all, and they just watch and they're like, what the fuck is yeah. happening? He la- he lands on the ground and just goes into one of the buildings across the street, and Dorothy's like, how strange. And Eureka's like, it's strange, but fun. And Dorothy looks over, and Eureka's just doing a little tap dance in the air off the side of the building. Dorothy's just oh. running around. Dorothy, Eureka's running around in midair yeah. off the building. What? And Dorothy's like, get the fuck back over here. You'll be killed. Yeah, Eureka's <laughs> like, I have nine lives, but I could literally not lose one by falling here. Look at me. Look like, at, I'm, sh- look at I'm me. straight up chilling. Yeah. <laughs> And so then they have a conversation. Eureka's just showing off her little walking around ability. And Dorothy's <laughs> like, okay, like we could just walk on the air down to the street. And Zeb is like, no, no, yeah. no, no. He's not coming. <laughs> he doesn't it. like it. He and doesn't like anything. Yeah. I'm not trying to try it. No. Yeah. I, I would been. be a little scared. Jim how said how no high too. are the roofs? Well, they're pretty, they're high up enough that they're stuck You'd there if nervous. they don't try. Yeah. I imagine um, it's a, at least like five stories. Feet. So then they all don't want to fucking walk down through the air. But also, they don't really know what else to do. And then there's this 
like interchange of how Eureka's small and Jim is too big. So if Jim tried to walk, he would fall. But then he's also skinny, but he's also fat. And we just get a little flavor for who Jim is. It's like who yeah. wants to jump down or who doesn't. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't matter like what Jim's size. sassy. Zeb and Jim are sassing each other as if they've always spoken yeah. to each other. <laughs> they are doing that. But like, but then like Dorothy kind of starts like body shaming Jim because she's like, Jim, actually you're saying you're really heavy, but you're very, very skinny. Like you don't look okay. Whoa. He's like, look, bitch, I'm old. I used to pull a taxi cab in Chicago. I yeah. can be as skinny Isn't as I like, fucking want to be. Yeah. Um, yeah. So he's a girl boss or uh, whatever. Hell yeah. But after all of this, Eureka is just like, just walk down yeah. and then zeb doesn't want to be a coward so he and dorothy join hands and they try it and it works and they joined hands though isn't that crazy that i'd is. be like okay one of us should go first if it doesn't work like yeah why would you take two people down yeah how old is them zeb's the same age as dorothy. same age as dorothy but still we don't know Cute. like how old they are they're cousins oh <laughs> that is true I totally forgot about that that is true but they've never met and they are like not even remotely like not even that they're not blood related I'm just saying just saying <laughs> I'm just saying if they met in their 30s and never grew up with each other their kids would be fine so anyway they're walking down hand in hand Eureka is following um, and Zeb's like alright Jim like it's totally safe come down um, and Jim does. He like he's like, all right, if they can do it, I can do it. And he's heavier than them, so he touches the ground before they do. But it's totally gentle. He just falls straight down. He yeah. doesn't have to walk. He steps off and then starts like slowly Ooh. falling. It's like he's taking an elevator basically instead of walking down the stairs. <laughs> uh, and then he does. And and what's then with the gravity just, um, here? Once they touch down, well, we're in the center of the earth, you know. And once they, so that's a, obviously a gravity thing. <laughs> um, but once they touch down, all the people start coming out of the glass houses and this like big crowd starts to form around them. Yeah. Only adults, no children. Yeah. Uh, and they're all beautiful, um, but completely expressionless. Yeah, so same like, thing. Dorothy's like, they're like living dolls. Yeah. Like they don't, they don't look fearful or friendly or curious. They just have full and they're So now they're surrounded by these people with blank faces and dorothy doesn't like it <laughs> yeah, i wouldn't scared. like that either no i wouldn't like that so, these people they've never seen a cat before they've never seen a horse before so they're really looking at jim and eureka not as much at zeb and dorothy because dorothy and zeb just look like they look them. like small versions of them yeah. but yeah it's it's strange but then fine well not finally but after a little bit a man comes out of a building and he has a glistening star in his hair on his forehead and he addresses Zeb because Zeb is taller. Uh, and he says, oh, like, tell me, intruder, was it you who caused the rain of stones? Yeah. Zeb's like, no, we didn't do anything. <laughs> it was an earthquake. Um, and the guy with the star in his hair, he, like, stands there quietly for a minute. And then he's like, what is an earthquake? <laughs> <laughs> and Zeb is like, he's he's gone through a lot. He's in a bad way right now. And he's just like, I can't explain like, to you what I an earthquake know. is. And so Dorothy explains it. And the man's like, okay, well, you're going to have to prove to us that you're innocent. Otherwise, we're going to hold you responsible for all the damages. Yeah, Dorothy's um, like, how the fuck? fuck are we supposed to explain we're innocent for falling into an earthquake yeah, like, yeah. Uh, it was the earth it's insane. Uh, this guy he's like not my problem don't care 
it's time for you to go to the house of the sorcerer and they're he'll being discover sent the to truth. court. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're going to be sorcerers. Dorothy over. goes to court. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but they just, but yeah. So they're like, okay, fine. Uh, they they get in the buggy and uh, Jim just follows this guy who showed up, who they assume is like the sheriff. You know, they're like, okay, he has a star on his forehead. Like he's talking, no one else is. So they follow him just like down the road, um, and eventually, like the citizens also all the following them like in a crowd so it's like a whole parade but with like their blank faces yeah do you think they're like talking as they follow i imagine being like completely silent as silent as it was before well before they continue talking and then one other person someone just like has a bell oh my god (laughs) (laughs) i hate this city yeah it's It's strange creepy they're I don't want to fall into the face of the earth. I'll tell you that. They yeah. finally get to a big glass palace. There's a big, large dome, four tall spires, um, and it's beautiful. And everybody's there. It's at the center of the city. Um, and that's the end of chapter two, the glass city. And Blake, what would you call that? I would call that chapter walking on air. Okay. Chapter three, the arrival of the wizard. So the doorway into this palace, it's big enough for the whole horse and buggy to fit into. So they just like ride it's into It's like they this set it up. Center of the <laughs> yeah. <brain. laughs> um there's like ride into the center of the room. Yeah, that is funny because these people have never even seen a horse before. Why are their doorways yeah. so big? <laughs> it's um, God, don't get How big are the people? They're, they're like Dorothy size basically. Yeah, they're a little bigger than her, but like not that much bigger. Okay. Like um, they could tell that there were no children, basically, uh-huh. but so they're they, small. They ride into the center of the palace and all these like blank faced people, they like line the walls of the palace and they just like make a circle around them and like stare. And the guy with the star comes out and he's like, Come to us, oh Gwig. A cloud of smoke <laughs> rolls into the center of the room. No. And right in front of, like, Jim, like, right in front of the buggy, a throne appears. Yeah. Like, the smoke starts to rise, and then behind it, and, like, inside of it, there's a throne, and there's a man sitting on it. He's the sorcerer. Called Gwig. <laughs> yes. Th- this is Gwig. Okay. Hi, Gwig. Uh, uh, he looks like the townspeople, um, but... He has he's dressing yellow clothes where I think everyone else is wearing green. Um, mm. But at least the first guy was that wearing one green. guy who was in green. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, but he's dressing yellow um, and his head is bald. Um, and also his head, face and the back of his hands are covered in thorns like on a rose bush. Like really long thorns, though. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a thorn on the tip of his nose uh, like a rhino. And it looks a little funny. And Dorothy laughs at that. Dorothy laughs. <laughs> she's insane. Oh, I will never understand. Disrespect. That. Yeah, yeah. You. This man just appeared to you, you just out don't of smoke, do that. and she and laughed in his face. When I picture Dorothy laughing in someone's face, which she does so often, like I don't just picture her being like, "Oh, ha ha ha!" I couldn't help but laugh. Like I picture her being like, "Ah ha ha!" Yeah, she does. She's pointing. She laughing. makes a scene. Yeah, she's doing the berries and cream boy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But he doesn't like it. No, he scowls at her and she kind of shuts the fuck up. And he's like, how dare you enter the land of the guest trivia? (gasps) Hannah, this Uh. is less trivia and more prediction. Uh, So 
what do you think that this is this multiple choice? What do you think that this is the land of? The land of id. The land of diggy doos. The land of mangaboos or the land of the gabazoos. Oh my god. I just I I know that one of them is true, but the fact that all of them sound so insane. Like, you guys came up with those, like, on your own. Actually, I noticed that Wyatt changed one of them. Because... I did. <laughs> like you you're like, this is going to be trickier. <laughs> okay, you're really going to have to say that again. Sorry. So, <laughs> that is the land of Id, the land of Dibby-Doos, the land of Mangaboos or the land of Gabazoos? Since the last three sound so similar to each other, I'm going to pick one of those three just because I feel like you probably went off those and then you threw it in there as like, a, oh, this is going to throw her off maybe. Um, I'm going to say, so it's technically B, C, or D. I'm going to say C. Mangaboos? Yeah. Then this is just out of... Just, I don't fucking know. I'm just <laughs> picking one because I just, it's just random. It's random. You're correct. It is the land of the manga booze. What? <laughs> Do what? <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. This is how I should uh, approach every single <laughs> trivia question from here on out. <laughs> no, you did great. You're like really on a roll today. The last time on was killer. Yeah. 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 Great. And this Thank is you. arguably one of the hardest trivias because there's nothing to go off. There of. was nothing it's to just go a bunch off. Of I literally words. picked a random letter. There was that one time when I asked what the poutina tree does but then none of the answers that i created were actually right and i <laughs> fucked that whole thing you up. did you took advantage of me in that moment <laughs> but yeah the sorcerer he did not like dorothy laughing at him and he demands to know why they've entered the land of the mangaboos and dorothy's like we couldn't help it yeah she's like we didn't mean to we fell in like yeah. you guys brought us here yeah what the fuck do you I want i should be yelling at you guys yeah well and he's like well you wickedly or no he's he asks why did you wickedly cause a rain of stones and she's like we didn't we didn't cause a rain of stones and he's like well prove it and she's yeah. like the second time they've been told oh to my prove god it. yeah prove yourself i mean it's like you, sorry you that you live did it i'm sorry you live in the center of the earth <laughs> <laughs> and that you've... has nothing to do with me yeah the fact that you haven't experienced this before <laughs> makes no sense okay. to me yes. to be fair what are we gonna do when they start crawling up out of the earth? Ew. That's true. We're, they're gonna be we're like, gonna be like, nope, absolutely yeah. not. And yeah. they're gonna be like, oh, what? You never heard of us before? Actually, you guys are great. We love you. <laughs> Don't hurt us. Take advantage of everyone else. Leave us alone. Odds yeah. hour, you've heard of us. <laughs> yeah, y'all are the manga boos, right? <laughs> yeah. I've heard of you. But God. basically, Dorothy's like, we ain't got to prove shit, bitch. It was an earthquake. Right? Yeah, yeah, she was like, so, obviously, it's an earthquake. Um, the sorcerer tells them that yesterday there was a rain of stones and that today there was an even worse rain of stones. And then all of a sudden, Dorothy and her friends just happened to appear right after it. Very suspicious. And I kind of get it. Like, I mean, I wouldn't I wouldn't tell them they had to prove it, but I'd be like, you're going to have to give me a little more than telling me it's an earthquake. Where did you come from? Like, oh, my God, there's a whole other world up there. And that makes sense because you just fell from the sky. Like, great. You know, give yeah. him a little something. So you know? In the past 
two days, however long that is down here, yeah. there have been two rains of stone. And the man with the star in his hair is like, hey, sorcerer, actually, speaking of, like, you said there wasn't going to be a second rain. After the first one, we came to you, and you said there wasn't going to be a second one. And, and this one was worse. Yeah, this one was worse. <laughs> yeah, he's like, so why should we even keep you around if your magic isn't good? You're not right. Yeah. The sorcerer's like, I said there would be one rain of stones, and there was... The second rain was people and horse and buggy and stones. Yeah. So therefore, it wasn't a rain of stones. He specifies that it was the rain of the horse, buggy, and people, but then he's like, and also, like, the stones just came with them. Like, so he even discounts that part. It's insane. Yeah. So the man at the star, he's like, are there going to be any more rains? No. No, he (laughs) says no. The sorcerer says no, my prince. Oh, yeah. That's right. He's not the sheriff. He's the prince. Yeah, the guy with the star on his forehead is the prince. Uh, I thought he was a cop this Wherever whole time. they were. Yeah, yeah, what's the star? I mean... It's like on his hair. It's just like in there. It, yeah, it's like it's like he has just, a hair clip on his forehead. Okay, so it's just for um, decoration. Yeah, yeah it's, he's a Apparently, maybe he's it's adorned. part of his skin. I don't know, actually. Um, but he's like, no, my prince. So immediately after saying there won't be any more rains... A man runs in and tells the prince, "More wonders in the air, my lord." <laughs> oh my yeah, God. like just stop saying that. Yeah. Stop saying He's that. It's not going to happen. Job, Dude, you know, it's all, just he could if just, you're honest, if you or not even honest, if you just say, "Yeah, there might be more." Yeah, that's always true. That's when, fine. When you're a sorcerer, you At have least they can to prepare. Know. I'll tell you what, though. This sorcerer, he is on a performance improvement plan. I'll tell you that right <laughs> yeah, now. Yeah, he just got... <laughs> so everyone runs outside. Even Dorothy and Zeb, like, get out of the buggy and go, look, the animals stay inside. But um, And the sorcerer stays in his the, throne. Yeah, the sorcerer stays inside. He's pretty much, I think, just grumpy because he, like, just promised, like, three times there wouldn't be stone or rains of anything... And then it's another rain. Also, more things are falling from the sky, everybody. Remember how our buildings got destroyed yesterday and today? Let's all go outside and look. Seriously, yeah. Well, I mean, so would you rather... Make a fucking... uh, 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 Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. That's what they need to do. That's the thing. (laughs) That's what we've been saying. (laughs) (laughs) So they look up into the sky and they see what looks like... A balloon. <gasps> Dubious, no. The only reason that I do gas is just because in the title of this fucking book is The Wizard. Yeah. Could it be? <laughs> <laughs> How long has he been traveling in that balloon for? <laughs> okay, actually, we might get to that. We might get to something. Okay, okay, okay. Because right now I'm thinking, I'm like, oh, this guy left Oz... Uh, T minus a year ago, maybe. <laughs> yeah. If we're depending on Dorothy's right. age, yeah. uh, T minus a year or two ago. Yep. So, and he's just trying. Here's just, the thing. He's just traveling in that balloon. He could be go anywhere. We're not even. We're not even. There <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm sorry. We're not yeah. even there. I'm he's jumping. Because I'm jumping ahead. The, the balloon, like it's lower than the multicolored suns, but it's still really, really high up. And it's, we know how slowly things fall. Yeah. All the people are just quietly waiting, expressionless, completely silent. And Dorothy's like, this is fucking weird, but I hope that balloons from the outside world because like we could use some fucking help, ma'am. Yeah. Yeah. Like they're about to be put on trial, you know. Yeah. The balloon drops one hour. They can see a basket. 
another hour what they can like tell someone's they can it. see a silhouette in it like another Th- hour it's finally took it finally takes three lands. hours for and this they all just stood all there just, do, you think just do you think they're just watching do you think they're talking do you think they nope. sat in the grass and played domino they well, just watch these quietly. people are giving like big ai they're like type of thing so i literally they're feel weird. like yeah they're probably like, just fucking sitting there like huh everything stopped and then you know what I wonder if once the balloon landed, they were like, yesterday the balloon began falling, and today the balloon landed. Like, how does time work for these people? Yeah, Yeah, because their sons are always up there. Yeah. Uh, But it finally lands, and then, like, a little man jumps out of the basket. He bows his little head, and Dorothy exclaims, Why, it's Oz! It's Oz! Of course it is. Um... The wizard looks at Dorothy. What does the, what does the balloon say? So it doesn't it, say it that doesn't it says anything it. on it, but it probably says Omaha, Omaha State Circus Fair or yeah, something. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. Well, um, actually, it would probably say Barnum and Bailey, but we'll oh, yeah, get there. He's not, it's not Barnum and Bailey. It's like a play. We'll on, get there. Yeah. Um, but the wizard looks at Dorothy. He's just as surprised to see her. He's like, well, little Dorothy Gale, I remember you. It's like, yeah, no, <laughs> yeah. you, yeah, you remember fucking me. abandoned me yeah. in Oz. I hope you remember me. So, for, all, for all he knows, she's still trying I to I have a home. lot to say. Yeah. Oh, my God, honestly, yeah. For yeah, all he knows. I, oh, oh, my, my God. God. So Zeb is like, wait, who did you say that was? And Dorothy's like, the wonderful wizard of Oz. Oz. You haven't heard of him? Bitch, he ain't a wizard. We all learned I that know. when we were here last yeah. time. <laughs> and He's also, why on earth does Dorothy think Zeb would have any idea about that? I, yeah, seriously. I actually think that this is like an inside joke about the popularity of the first book because when she's like, you're not familiar with The Wonderful Wizard of Oz, oh, which is the title of the first the book. book. Yeah, so I think it's like a play on that. Uh, but it is an insane okay, thing. In- that's that's L. Frank Baum being it, a little that cocky. Is. I think he was being cheeky there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is also right after the wizard is like, yes, I'm Oz the Great and Terrible. So He's like, yeah, I sold all these books. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's like, four of them. This is four. <laughs> and he did say that. <laughs> so the prince goes up to the wizard and he's like, what are you doing in the land of the Mangaboos? And the wizard's like, dude... I was in my hot air balloon. I was trying to land, landed in a crack in the earth. Wouldn't you know? <laughs> yeah. Here I he was like, I put too much Oops. gas out of it. Uh, I just fell down. <laughs> Oops. Fell <laughs> right in the crack of the earth. <laughs> and so very similar, though, to Dorothy um, and Zeb and, and Jimmy and Eureka, I guess. It closed above him. So he was like, well, I'm not getting out of here. So he must have come down like right above them. Like he must have seen them like fall. That's actually so true. Because he's floating down slowly. They've only been there for like 45 minutes. And it's taken him hours to get down to the floor as well. Yeah. And that's just from the globes. Yeah. So like. But uh, the balloon must have some gas in it. I don't know. But the timing of it's interesting because he obviously entered the same place they did and then just came on down. Yeah. yeah. I guess he wasn't in Omaha. Um. Well, he was working the circus, but where is beyond me? That's true. But he's like, look, I'm from the surface. Like, it's actually much better up there and I'd like to go back 
if you would show me how to get out, I will get out of your hair. Um, but the prince is like, well, wait, so you're like a wizard. And he's like, is that anything like a sorcerer? And the wizard's like, yeah, but it's like way better. Yeah, like uh, one wizard is as good as three sorcerers. And I'm like, why would he say that? This man is a compulsive liar. He can't yeah. help can't himself. Trust him. He yeah. cannot help himself. Um, the wizard is like, yeah, wizards are way cooler than sorcerers, dude. And the prince is like, okay. You'll have to prove that. Like <laughs> yeah. everyone wants something proven today. Like I don't get it. Well, because well, the we need evidence. Also, well, people are making. We've cl- never seen this in a fairy country before. People <laughs> are making claims like never before. They are because the prince is like, well, we have one of the best sorcerers around, but like, er, well, what he says is, we have one of the best sorcerers that has ever been picked from a bush, but he sometimes makes mistakes. Do you? And Oz is like, no, never. Never make mistakes. And Dorothy is like, um, you made a lot of mistakes uh, yeah. when you were in the land of Thank Oz. You. <laughs> the Thank wizard you, Dorothy. basically goes, yeah. He's like, nonsense. Dorothy, speak up. Yeah, seriously. Dorothy's ever voice her. This might be your ride out of here. So, Dorothy, shut up. Yeah. Oh, God. A man is always in power, aren't they? Uh, But the prince is like, sir, you're going to want to come with me and meet the sorcerer. Yeah. Um, He's like, I'm going to choose one of you. Battle off. Um, (laughs) So. The wizard uh, follows the prince in. And they all follow. Everyone files in. And the wizard looks at the sorcerer and immediately starts to laugh, to which I say bold. Yeah, it's insane. Uh, And the prince is like, yeah, he looks strange, but he's a great sorcerer. And his only fault is that he is often wrong. And I'm like... It's a huge fault. Yeah, it's like okay. he was just wrong three if times. He's always wrong. <laughs> In a row. What makes him such a You're great like, I've sorcerer. been here for like an hour and <laughs> I've already heard, seen him be wrong three times. <laughs> but the sorcerer is like, no, I'm never wrong. Yeah. And the prince is like, okay, what do you call this? You said there'd be no more rain of stone or people. Here's a person. But. And this is technically true in the way that some other things that L. Frank Baum has written about have been technically true. But he said no more people would rain from the sky and only one person rained from the sky. And that's true because you would never say people when it was one person. He's like, see, this is just a person. I wasn't wrong. Yeah. And it kind of goes back to then just don't say it. Like, just say maybe if you know that that could happen, but not. It's just insane. And. The wizard is very happy to meet a fellow humbug. He's like, that was some yeah. good shit He's right like, there. Very clever, boy. Were what? you... <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> please. <laughs> Were you ever with a circus brother? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and this is where we get like a yeah, a little joke of the wizard being like, well, I was with the, ba- uh, the Balaam and Barney's circus, which is an obvious play on Barnum and Bailey. Okay. Well, I'm just like wondering with the movie at least... I know we won't get too much into it, but it's just like Professor Marvel being the wizard mm-hmm. and him being part of the circus. It just, I like all, I just like all the connections. I'm seeing it now. Yeah. I'm a fan. It's oh interesting. You know, I can bum, see bum, these bum. things. Everyone who made the movie would have had access to every single book that was written. Everyone so, who made the movie yeah. they would have, have They would have been able it, to do it. It seems like they read at least the first everything. At least a, a couple of the Yeah, know, there's some series. references. Um... <laughs> But yeah, but so yeah, he went, he went up to advertise the circus 
And then when he came back down, he did it wrong, and then he fell down to the land. And that's yeah. just his like, little and thing. And that's how okay. I ended up in the land of the Gabazoos. Gabazoos, yeah. And the sorcerer's like, we're called Mangaboos? <laughs> <laughs> uh, how a, dare you? A good wizard should really be able to get the names right. Um, and the wizard's like, oh, I'm a good wizard, just as good as you are, a sorcerer. Yeah. He's like, I'm actually better than you. Um, and and I'm again, I'm like, why are you lying? Why are you lying? And the prince tells him that he's going to have to prove that. Um, and and he's there like yeah. someone who oh. has already seen that you're not actually a wizard like, yeah the ultimate lie the ultimate lie was told to dorothy yeah and then so he's like okay prove it if you're a better wizard then you'll become the chief wizard of this domain of the land of the mangaboos um otherwise otherwise he will stop him from living <laughs> and he will forbid him from being planted murder Murder and no burial. <laughs> no burial. Yeah, you will not. You will be forbade from being planted. Yeah. And the wizard's like, ooh, go. He, he does not like that. Yikes. He doesn't yeah, like that at all. I guess I better win. Um, so Gwig, the oh, sorcerer, Gwig. Um, he waves his hands, and tinkling music begins. No one's impressed. Um, this is Gwig's. Like every time someone asks Gwig to prove he's a good sorcerer. This is what he does. Yeah. Um, which I'm like, why is Gwig asking to prove he's a good? Why is he being asked to prove he's such a good sorcerer all the time? I think he is yeah. on a performance improvement. I mean, plan. but then yeah. again, he's been he has proven it every time though. Like no matter if he's by had, playing tinkle mo- by playing tinkle song. But if he's if he's had to do this to prove himself, he's always won. So he's always been better. True. But. It's pretty cool, though. Dorothy's like, whoa. But everyone else has seen it before, so no one's super impressed. Uh, And it's really cool magic, but it doesn't matter. Because the wizard's like, all right, watch this. Someone give me a hat. Nobody has a hat. No one has a hat. (laughs) No one has a hat. He's like, all right. At all. Give me a handkerchief. Nobody has that. No one has a handkerchief. (laughs) And he's like, okay, I'll use my own hat. Okay. Fine. And he does the whole like nothing up his sleeves, like nothing on my person. Uh, and like he's and there's nothing in my hat. And then Gwig is like, give me that. And he inspects it. Yeah, Gwig checks it out, makes sure it there's nothing in the hat, gives the hat back to the wizard. The Wizard of Oz says, Well, I guess he's not the Wizard of Oz anymore. But the wizard says, Now I will create something out of nothing. <laughs> he passes his hand over it. He sets the hat down on the floor. Oh, yeah, it's on the floor, it's on the ground. The glass ground. Glass quote pavement, according to the book. Uh, he passes his hand over the hat, and then when he lifts it up, there's a tiny white piglet the size of a mouse that begins prancing about and grunting its little snorts. It's like, wee, wee. Yeah, what? and it's having a good old time. So, <laughs> so the Mangaboos, you know, they've never seen Jim and Eureka before. They've never seen a piglet the size of a mouse before. They don't have animals. So they're like, whoa. They're what already the impressed. So one pig, one pig, and they're impressed. The wizard picks up this little mouse sized piglet, grabs it between his thumb and forefinger by the head, grabs it between his thumb and forefinger by the tail, pinching it on both ends. Pulls. Starts pulling it apart. It breaks into two no. and becomes two new two whole piglets. piglets. What? It's like he pulled the piece of silly putty in half, and now he has two identical ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they're 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 both sets, identical. Yeah, he sets one down, lets it run around his feet. Wee 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 wee. Ew. Bloop, again. Ew. 
does it again. He does it. How many times? Eight times. What? Nine piglets. Yeah, there are nine piglets at the end. And they're all just running and playing and just chilling out. And then he says, all right, having created something from nothing, I will send it back to nothingness. And he picks two piglets up and he squishes them back together in his hands. Until they become one. And they one. become one. He does and then the he picks another one up. Backward. Yeah. And then he puts the last one on the ground, puts his hat back over it. And then picks it up and there's no piglet. What kind of demon shit is that? That's some Prince it's of Egypt insane. battle shit. And the crowd is completely silent. Yeah. Until, no one has said anything. Yeah. Until the prince is finally like, yeah, you win. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's already like, pretty cool. you're a great wizard. You're the new supreme <laughs> wizard or whatever. But then. <laughs> no. Gwig. Is like, well, he won't be the great wizard for very long because I can tell that you have a very strange body. You need to breathe, and I'm going to use my powers to prevent you from breathing. Okay. And then you won't be alive anymore. And you won't be alive anymore. So he can realize, looking at the wizard, that he needs to breathe, meaning the mangaboos do not need to breathe. Yeah. Meaning, what the fuck are all the humans and animals breathing right now? That's true. Sulfur. I so guess. For- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but the wizard's like, oh, how long will it take you to stop my breath? And Gwig is like, <laughs> five, five minutes. minutes. <laughs> like, I- <coughs> I'm oh my stupid. God, he's losing I'm his breath. Freak- I've just lost my breath. Um, but Gwig is like, five minutes. I'm starting now. Watch yeah. me closely. He starts, <laughs> he starts chanting moving his hands and... <laughs> okay, what I'm what I am about to say is completely insane. Um, the wizard, hearing that he has five minutes, okay, he takes out a leather pouch, okay, and it has a bunch of knives in it. He begins to put them together until he's made a complete sword, and he puts a little hilt on it, so it's like a katana in his hand. An entire sword out of like entire sword. eight or nine knives. By the time he's putting the handle on, he's like, I am having a hard time breathing. Quick's magic is working. He's actually starting to not be able to breathe. So he's like, oh, fuck. And he has a whole sword. So he just raises it above his head, swings it around a few times like he's swinging a lasso. And he slices down, cutting Gwig (gasps) exactly in half from head to toe. Down the middle. And oh my god. Dorothy screams. Yeah, of course she would. As bitter organs roll out of the dead sorcerer. Just kidding. Just kidding. That line is what I wrote in my oh notes because that's what you'd expect. God. No, actually, the two She expected halves, a horrible sight. The two halves of Gwig actually just turned into two different people? No, they drop to the ground. But there's no blood. And inside of him, it looks like the inside of a turnip or a potato. It looks like yeah, it's just like homogenous, spongy. Oh my God. The yeah. wizard is like, he's vegetable. Yeah, that's <laughs> what he says. And also, this in this moment, it's like the wizard thought he was about to cut a man in half. Yeah, yeah. like he thought You're, he was going to use that sword to cut someone in half. You should have seen some fucked up shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah the but no, actually thought that that sword was just going to stop in a skull. Yeah, like he, he thought gonna... he was going to kill a different way. Yeah. Uh, but then the prince is like, yeah, he's vegetable. We're all vegetable. Aren't you a vegetable? The and the wizard, wizard's like... <laughs> this is big. This is huge. Oh, it is. Okay, yeah. Okay, yeah. The wizard says, no. 
everyone on the Earth's crust is made of, of memes. memes. <laughs> 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 Oh, I know meat. <laughs> I know a meat yes. body when you when you show me one. You show me a meat body, I know a meat body. And so they are. The wizard, the wizard is like looking down at Gwig's body and he's like, Will the sorcerer die? And the prince is like, oh, no, yeah, you He's already him. dead. You yeah. him. <laughs> he's like, he's going to wither away. And no! actually, <laughs> he's like, and, and actually, like, we need to plant him so that other sorcerers will be grown from his bush. And the wizard is like, what do you mean by that? <laughs> that's, that's, that's his quote. <laughs> um, and the prince is like, well, come to the public gardens. I'll be able to show you better than I can tell you. Yeah. He'll be better able to explain the mysteries of the vegetable kingdom. Uh, and that is the end of chapter three. Damn. The arrival of the wizard. And Blake, what would you call that? Okay. This I, better be good. This was really hard. Okay? <laughs> because I wanted, okay, I'm going to explain it. Yeah. I wanted to do turnip. I wanted to do a pun with turnip. Okay. So I was thinking like, oh, the wizard turns it. But I was like, it doesn't work if it's turns. Yeah. I couldn't make turnip work. Turn so up. I said, well, that was the that was the idea was that. I like mean, the he, wizard turns up. Right, right. Okay, I see. But I wanted it to sound like turnip, so you got the joke. The chapter name <laughs> now is the unbeatable Oz. I'll, can I tell you, without the explanation, it would have been way better. Oh, <laughs> can we go back? <laughs> <laughs> Let's cut that. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Oz Hour. Please join us next time when we continue with Chapter 4, The Vegetable Kingdom. Please rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Oz Hour Podcast for the latest on everything Oz. Oz Hour, created and hosted by Blake Stone and Wyatt Swingham. Co-hosted by Hannah Aguirre. Audio production by Charlie Johnson. Theme music written and performed by Rudy Klobus. Cover art by Valentin Lucas. Last time on Oz Hour. Okay, we start off crashing waves in the middle of the ocean on a boat. Dorothy is like, oh my God, I have to go up to deck for some reason because she's stupid and flungs out of the fucking ship and is in a coop thingy that uh, is in the ocean now floating and they're going to some island, then realizes that this fucking chicken, little Belina, is with her and they become friends immediately because they have to figure shit out and get food and survive and they find a key and then they uh, are doing other things. They find this weird tree that has like lunch pails and shit on it, a big sign that says beware the wheelers and then uh, uh, they, f- they find the door thing with the key, I think, and, <laughs> and open it and there's the TikTok man and he's like ha 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 I'm right here and actually those wheeler things uh, oh yeah because they attacked her because they took the lunchbox things that happened before but anyway then the TikTok guy was like you're 
actually, they're not that scary, so you don't have to be up here. We're just going to go attack them. So he went fucking crazy on these crazy-ass wheelers and started smacking them with things. I can't remember what it was, but he was smacking them. And then they end up going on their journey, all three of them together, to go to the castle that is there of Ev. And they (laughs) run into... Languadir, yeah, Languadir, and her little people, and all her little heads, and <laughs> I think they're messing with 27, I think that's what I remember, is number 27, she's not a good head, and she decides, oh, I want Dorothy as one of my heads, and so then they get into this huge fight, and Dorothy's like, nah, you're not taking my head, and then uh, she gets thrown into a dungeon, TikTok freezes, uh, Belina gets sent to some chicken coop where she's going to be made into an omelet and everything's everyone's like what the fuck and then uh uh then uh, Dorothy's in the dungeon and she's just like oh woe is me this is great I think I'm gonna take a nap or something and then (laughs) and then she she sees in the distance in her little window in the dungeon that across the desert there's a carpet with Ozma and oh my god the Ozma I'm so far behind <laughs> but basically Ozma and all them the tiger and stuff they all save her and then they go onto the journey where they have to save the the castle's king and queen or and not the king the queen and all her kids and stuff and so they go there they run into a hammering man that almost kills the fucking horse seahorse seesaw horse <laughs> and they um what do they do after that oh yeah they get they, they meet the gnome king and they get this whole deal where it's like oh you have to go into my little layer and touch all these things and if you touch them correctly then you get 11 you get all the people back and if you don't then we lose you forever and so then everyone went in got lost turned into a little fucking ornament thing and then they left and then uh they left because of the belt and then uh, Belina saves the day actually Belina saves the day and then they leave with the belt and then they find the tin woodman and then (laughs) then everyone's happy and uh Ozma and uh, Dorothy are best friends I don't even think I brought up Ozma once in this entire thing but she is there and they're best friends and yeah and then Dorothy Dorothy goes back home with her totally fine uncle. That's it. 